I'm in the big leagues. Tony don't miss me. Ballin' like Houston. Hey, feeling like Whitney. I need a bag, bruh. All right, welcome back to another episode of Set Connects. This is your host Danny, and I'm here in the beautiful city of downtown LA. Uh, we're here at Coast to Coast Cannabis, uh, Coast to Coast Dispensary here in on Alameda Street in the heart of downtown. And you know, we've been doing these episodes at different spots. Uh, first, we're doing some in Boyle Heights, uh, but now. You know, we've been asked to come out to different shops and view other areas here in, in L.A. I'm personally excited to be here at this shop. Um, shout outs to 3C Farm. Shout out to Coast to Coast. And shout out to Diane for making this happen. Um, today's episode is a special one. We have another brand in the house that I'm excited to, to share their story. And we have a few folks here that... Um, I know you guys are going to be interested in learning more about. Uh, so we have Desert Underground in the building. And you can find all their products here at the shop as well, coast to coast, which is another reason why we wanted to be here uh, to be able to, you know, show when we do talk about these brands, you, we can actually find them. And so giving you guys access to where you can find uh, the brands um, behind the story that we're telling, but also coming to the shop and showing the beauty behind the shops as well and, and everything that's being done. Uh, so with that being said, without further ado, I want to shout out, I want to bring introduce you guys to James Robertson and Liz Luna. What's up, guys? How are you guys doing? What's up, Danny? Good, good, good. good. All right. Happy uh, yeah, I, want, I need you guys to get that closer, yo. Yeah, yeah, we're up on this mic now. You can there you go. There you go. Up. All right, so what we like to do in this episode, guys, is we like to learn more about you guys personally before we get into the brand. Um, so I want to ask you first, Liz, talk to me about your upbringing. What was your upbringing like? Where did you grow up? And what was the message behind cannabis in your household? Um, I grew up more in the San Fernando Valley, in that area, um, and then kind of moved closer to downtown L.A. as I got a little bit older. Um, cannabis was, was common and, you know, common to talk about uh, amongst my neighborhood, for sure. Just growing up around uh, Latino community and stuff like that is obviously something very well known a lot of people hustling it so it was always a kind of a go-to if you're trying to expand you know in very many different ways um so it was more of a positive thing um got more positive as it got more legal but uh you know it was always around something i was familiar with for sure okay cool and what about you james uh geez I, it, i'm from the culture i grew up in a, in a really strong rastafarian community uh back east uh new york city area so for me, it's, you know, it's part of my roots and culture and something I've come up with uh, my entire life. And it's a privilege it's a, and, and an honor to be able to be in this industry at this point and actually, you know, have some influence and some, um, some say about how, you know, how cannabis is seen in the American marketplace and how it's marketed. And um, I just couldn't be more stoked to be at this point of where we're at in the industry because we've come so far. Yeah. For sure, we definitely have. Um, so, I'm gonna go back to you, Liz. You you brought up uh, the valley. You brought up that it's been something that's been um, around you. Um, how did you get into? Like, did you see yourself working in this industry um, as you were coming up, or how did you fall into the role that you're in now? And share with us what your role is um, for Desert Underground. Um, I mean. I kind of as I got as I got older I figured it would be a 
a smart move to get into because I was so familiar with it. And um, I had a kind of a passion for music and, you know, music and cannabis kind of go hand in hand. So I, I always kind of knew that I was going to end up uh, combining the two, if not working for, for one or the other. Okay. But uh, I, I do a lot of marketing um, and cannabis in general, uh, also in non-cannabis related uh Fields. So marketing's always been a passion. Art, music, cannabis, all those things have always been something that kind of defines me. So I knew I knew it was going to be somewhere involved. Somewhere I didn't, in I didn't know it was going to be this close and center, yeah. but, but I'm happy that it is. That's dope. And, and I'm glad that you brought that up. And I'm glad that you brought up the fact that, you know, you do things outside of the cannabis in the marketing field. Because, you know, one, being a Latina in the space, I'm sure it's difficult um, to even navigate through this industry. And we'll get to that. Um, but to be able to just share that, like, there's different ways to tap into this industry yeah. um, in whatever capacity. And so the fact that you're doing it yeah. is like a, a testament to like our viewers that like, you know, anyone can get into this field if you're really interested yeah. and kind of put in your energies into how you fit in. For sure. Right? Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. And going back to that, like what, what are some challenges that you face as a Latina in this space? Um, you know, I think I think I've been pretty fortunate because I've been in it from it being so uh, such a younger business that I've kind of been growing with it. So yeah. I kind of been able to navigate accordingly. But, you know, just like being a woman in the world in general, you know, sometimes people already have certain assumptions or, you know, think you got here easily. And then, you know, I didn't. So it's just you have to work for it. You have to earn everything in this life. And I think cannabis is no different. Oh, yeah. No, thank you for that. Thank you. And James, how, how'd you get to where you're at, bro? Well, uh, it's it's so sh share share with us your journey. Yeah, my journey. Uh, I've been in, in cannabis for about thirty years, um, and so you know, if you do a little bit of the math, it'll tell you uh, about where I come from, or, or as we say, he uh, uh, heritage or legacy folks. That would be me. Um, but you know, where I come from is 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 a long story. But I'm more interested nowadays in paving a road for and making way for other people. To identify themselves and find themselves in this industry. This industry is for everyone, all colors, all shapes, all sizes. There is a spot for here for you. If you are smart, you are resourceful. You can deliver. Um, it's it's on you know folks folks like me and and you know, to make way for all these new people to come in and really make not just jobs. And Liz will tell you, you know, we don't on my squad. We don't do jobs. We build careers here, and so that's the intention. So. I'm, I'm fond of my past and I honor my past and it's a privilege and, and, and all that we've been through to get here to this point. But my eye and my focus nowadays is really laying out some pavement for other people, having giving some runway for some other people to launch their career and really be engaged in this industry, which quite frankly, you know, as you know, has been so hard on, on people of color, you know, throughout its throughout throughout history. So, you know, it's on folks like that tend to look like me to really you know level the playing field and make this an inclusive you know an inclusive mission for for this industry now you you brought up a lot of great points there and one of the things that that i'd like to learn a little more about is like how how do you go about paving the way for uh for folks in your network um and how can folks that are watching this maybe tap into like get into this network to be along this journey and this path sure i mean honestly liz could probably answer this better than me but i'll, I'll take a shot and it's really just about you know 
for all the people watching and, and people wondering about how to get in, it's asking questions. It's making yourself available. It's sticking your hand up and saying, you know, I'm interested in this. You know, one of the few things that, one of the first questions I ask any of the new hires that we have at Desert Underground is, where do you see yourself? Where do you want to be in this industry? Because what you're being hired for is your first stop in your career path. So let's figure out where you want to go. Maybe you spend some time in, in, uh, in operations. Maybe you spend some time in the marketing crew and sales team with more of my size, more of my, more of my team. Or maybe you want to learn to cultivate cannabis. But, you know, this is, that's sort of the idea to answer your question is, you know, ask questions, throw your hand up, identify yourself so that, you know, we can, we can, we can grab you and, 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 and put you on the right trajectory. Yeah, and you know, and I'm glad you said that because I know that that's been something that we've brought up in like countless episodes is um, the relationship building, right? And and that's big in this industry, right? Like, you know, who you meet early on and how you interact with those folks early on, you know, down the line, maybe something to where, you know, these folks are now going to be in different positions that. If something happens, you can reach out to these folks and be like, hey, I'm here now. How can we work or how can we connect? How can we network? And, and, and that's big in this, right? It's important. It's important to, to, you know, it's important to let people find themselves in this industry. Um, you know, when, when a few, Liz has been with me for years um, uh, through, through many different companies, um, you know, and when you started out, I think you were a, a brand ambassador, yeah. Back in the day. And yeah. then it was, well, you tell your story because you're, you're brand manager at Desert Underground now. Yeah. But as an example of how you grow it and where you come from, you, 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 you say it better than me, Liz. Yeah. No, like you're saying, I, I kind of started uh, more towards towards the bottom, you know, towards the beginner stages of, of just trying to get my foot in the door and seeing where I could fit best and how I could get to where I really wanted to get to, which was a little bit more on, on the marketing, you know, higher end of the spectrum. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, just like you said, just making yourself available, making sure that you're taking care of those connections that you build and you meet so many people in this industry. Just even if, even if you're just, you know, a, a butt tender, you meet a million people just walking in the door, you know? So as you stay in the industry, you, you, you meet even more and you have to be kind of intuitive to who are the people that you might want to stay in contact with to get you where you want to go and who you want to build with in the future, you know? And I was very lucky to meet James and be able to, to hit it off with him instantly. And we knew that we could partner in just about anything and make it successful. You know, and that's the thing about James, right? Cause same situation with me, right? Like when I met James a few, you know, a while back, it's, we, we connected, then we kind of went our own ways and shit happened. Things went, you know, where it went. And, opportunities come up mm-hmm. and now we're back together again and working in some capacity right and so you know again it goes back to like what we were just talking about is building those networks having that first initial interaction and like making that inner initial interaction an impactful one yeah and then from there like you know who who's a real one right, right. who is someone that right. you can yeah. connect with down the line and who isn't exactly. so i'm glad you brought that up yeah definitely so talk to me about Desert Underground. Yeah, so Desert Underground, um, you know, it's a, it's a labor of love. So Desert Underground is, a, is, is family style, is family culture, first and foremost. So, um, you know, the, some of the other executives on the, on the Desert Underground team are, are, happen to be related by blood. There's three brothers that are part of the executive team. Um, and we sort of extend that um, uh, ethos or that, that, that family 
uh, uh, vibe all the way through the entire company. So uh, everybody knows each other. Everyone is um, hyper aware of what each other does and is, and is there to actually, you know, lean in and, and, and help each other like connect and achieve what we need to do. Whether you're on the cultivation team or you're one of my squad on the sales team or marketing team, um, we do it uh, uh, more or less as a, an entire team focus. Like it's not just one person who's the winner. It's always a, a group team effort for sure. Um, and just to go back, something that, that, that Liz had mentioned and, and that she probably wouldn't say, but I'm going to highlight is it's really easy for if you're in management like me um, to, to accelerate your business when you work with smart people. So, you know, this, and that's the thing about this industry that, you know, all the stereotypes um, may say one thing, but there are so many bright, smart, young people and older people for that matter that are just looking for a way to apply their expertise and apply their knowledge base in a more meaningful uh, uh, manner for, for cannabis at large. And, um, you know, I'm here to answer that. I'm here to, you know, answer that call and facilitate that need. You know, and plug plug smart people in to be to facilitate what we need to do. Yeah, and that, that's an important thing, especially in this industry with, you know, brands that are coming up. A lot of these brands, a lot of these businesses are essentially startup businesses, right? Yeah. And, and so, to be mindful and cognizant of like, all right, your this is your strength, and let's put you here and plug in the, you know, where everyone needs to be. Especially right now, it's, it is something that is definitely needed. And if you have the eye to be able to do that and, and especially, and one of the things here is like, there's a lot of egos in this industry, right? Yeah. And so if you, if you're one that can put your ego to the side and say, and de- be able to delegate appropriately, you can, you can strive, yeah. right? Uh, there's nothing more frustrating when you, when you see a winner, someone that's a winner, that just hasn't been facilitated to win. And so for me, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's my calling. You know, it's really, let's, let's facilitate these folks. Let's, let's, let's turn winners and actual viable winners through, through what we do as a business. And uh, that is more or less the ethos uh, that, that stands behind Desert Underground. So, so Desert Underground is a family, started as a family-owned thing, right? So you guys are yeah. a family-owned business, right? And started off with, some, with three brothers, which kind of sounds like a, like a, a folktale, right? Like, it is. Sounds like it started from like, three brothers. It is a little bit. And shout out to the brothers. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to Ethan and Grant and Logan Woods. Those guys are uh, the backbone of the business. And then, um, you know, we have some really other amazing folks that have been there from the start. Um, Kyle Gressler and his cultivation team. Uh, Susie Yost and the operations team. Um, we have a strong, vast uh, staff that, that really... Um, wears multiple hats all the time. And, you know, like you said, we're a startup mentality. So as a small company, you know, you don't just do this one thing. You know, we all wear many, many hats across the board. And to tell you the truth, that's what make it, makes it fun. I don't think any one of us could specialize in just one thing at this point. Um, and that's what I mean by family style. We're all kind of mixed in together and, and pulling weight together. Um, and just trying to make this business be as best as it could um, and really showcase our, our world-class flower to the best of our abilities. So do you guys, as a brand and as a company, are you, do you guys grow your own flower? And, and can you guys share with us sure. about that process? Yeah, let's get into good stuff. This, yeah, is, the, this is what yeah. everybody wants to know, right? Yeah. Where's, yeah. Where's, where's the high grade? Where's everybody <laughs> got the... Okay, well, 
desert that's what we are uh, about at desert underground we we uh we uh, we grow handcrafted indoor flower um we run about seven to nine strains um uh, at any given time, we have our, our main cultivation facility out in Desert Hot Springs. And again, that is very much um, a family-style vibe at the cultivation. We are super proud of the folks that we employ. Um, Liz will tell you, we, we put a lot of food on a lot of tables every night in the Desert Hot Springs area um, because because of cannabis, because of people working in our industry. Um, you know, Desert, on our, Desert Hot Springs area would be an otherwise economically depressed area if it wasn't for a lot of the cannabis cultivation centers that are out there. So we are super proud to, to be able to contribute to um, um, the livelihood of those families that are out there. And so to, to paint it out for, for our viewers, Desert Hot Springs is, what, about two, two three hours away from Los Angeles? Yeah. Right? And it's, it's like it says in the, in the city, it's in the desert. Right. Yeah. So when you think of growing, um, only way to grow out there is that indoor yeah. facilities. Right. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You're in the desert. You're dealing with heat. It's uh, it's 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 a daunting task in and of itself just to not only grow cannabis, but to keep everything cool and, and, and nice and easy the way that you want it to be temperature controlled. Um, but it's our privilege to do it and it's our and it's our task to do it and we enjoy it. Um, and we excel at it, obviously. So, um, but yeah, we grow seven to nine strains consistently. And um, one of the things that we're also proud about the fact is that our strains are a mix of what was great in the past and what's great in, in the future here. So we have a lot of heritage uh, strains and, genetic, and genetics that we cross with um, next wave exotics. So we run, um, for instance, we run um, a, a Durban Jack, which is our Durban Poison slash Jack, a Jack Harari. Yeah. So it's, it's got a little bit of a call to the past and a little bit of a, a more recent swerve on it. Um, we run I really like that strain, too, by the way. <laughs> Thank you very much. Like that, the nose on that, like, you can, you can really... You can really smell that jack in yeah. that. Yeah, well, that's you know, Durban poison as it's you know by itself is 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 hard enough to maintain uh, those genetics, um, but when you cross it with something a little bit more stable and robust like jack, um, it just it just it takes on a, a, obviously a new life and identity of its own. Yeah, and people have been really digging of it because on the front end of that flavor, you get that you know what that South African Durban is is famous for like that spicy mm -hmm. almost obnoxiously good kind of thing yeah and I gotta stay on my mic here and then the you know the, the back end and major nose on it is that is that Jack so it's yeah if you can if you can find uh, what we just call it Durban or Durban Jack at any of our retailers especially like here at Coast to Coast uh, I would recommend highly picking that up um, and yeah, I, you wouldn't be disappointed, guys. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. And, and if and it's yeah, it's it's a hybrid that it's mostly a sativa leans on the sativa side. Yeah. Um, but I got to say, if you're looking for, I think my favorite right now, and this always goes around. Mm. We should we should ask each other what our favorites are. But I think I think they're the same. Probably, I think uh, <laughs> our favorite right now is probably um, the garlic truffle that we're running. Um, which is uh, which is our GM? That wasn't the one you were thinking. I was, I was, no. gonna, say, I was gonna say Funko Bubba, but uh, you, know, yeah, you can't see, go wrong with either. Yeah, yeah. Funko yeah. Bubba is the is is our is our cushy uncle, Funko mm -hmm. Bubba. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, to Liz's point, we more or less have flavors and strains for everybody. Yeah, depends on the the mood. 
Yeah, you know? for sure. If you're if you're an OG gas head, you yeah. know we got you covered on the frog and um, yeah. and and if you want to mix into that GMO obnoxious obnoxious mm-hmm. goodness, we have garlic truffle. Um, and if you like that exotics, you know gelato we kind of runcy, you know berry flavor, you gotta you gotta stick with our crunch berries. Yeah. But but really, we have we have yeah. we have flavors out there for everyone. The, the mm-hmm. thing that we're really uh, 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 stoked on right now is our new product right here. You can see over our shoulder is uh, is Terp Crush. Talk to me about that. What is it like? What it, what is this Terp Crush um, joint that we have going on here? Well, Terp Crush right now is um, is a is a is a 0.8 gram joint uh, pre roll with a flavor capsule or a Terp capsule in the filter tip. So if you remember like what a Camel Crush used to be uh, years ago, same types of sensibility. It's uh, the flower in these pre-rolls is our premiums, all, all high grade premium top shelf. Uh, um, and then we roll it up uh, in pre-roll form. And in, our, and, in, and in our filter tips, we have these cellulose terpene balls that as you smoke the pre-roll, you can work the filter and it'll pop the terpene ball that's inside and release fruit flavonoids throughout the joint as a um, as a flavor enhancement. Mm. So it's just a little bit of a flavor swerve. We're already super proud of the the, the, the high grade cannabis that we have in our in our right. terp crush. It doesn't need to be stronger. Um, what we're just just doing here is just having some fun and putting a flavor curve or swerve on a already great experience. Um, and I know off off air we. I know you guys were talking about yep. uh, the flavors. Um, share with us a little bit about the like. What's your take on the flavor, Liz? Like, what? How do How do you like this uh, new skew? I I love it. I'm kind of a nerd on it, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. I, I was fascinated by the idea uh, when I first heard about it, and I was like kind of hesitant. Like, I don't know if it'll actually work, you know. But it it, it seems like a good concept. But when I tried it. Uh, I really enjoyed it because you can control when you want that flavor to hit. You know what I mean? Sometimes you don't have however long it takes you to smoke a joint. So, you know, you don't want, you don't want to wait for that flavor. Or you don't want it to go right away because you're going to come back to the joint or whatever. I smoke a lot. So, yeah. you know, uh, I like to be able to control the flavor and, and when it's going to hit and what, what flavor that is. So I like the variety in it. And I like the fact that I control when that burst is going to go down. Now, let me ask you as a in the marketing world now how challenging or not challenging is is it to to market a new essentially what seems like a new product out in the market like how difficult was it to create a whole marketing strategy behind a, a new product like this James. Well, it's not necessarily difficult. It's more or less, uh, you know, connecting the dots that are there for a product line that's 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 brand new. So this is yeah. the first of its kind flavor infusion uh, pre roll that's on that's on the market in California okay. here. Um, so for us, it's really about our strategy is is carving that new niche in that in that new subcategory of flavor enhanced pre rolls, which is which is where we're at here. In the in the R and D in the research and development of this of this skew, you know we had a lot of fun. And one of the things that we learned is that nobody terp crushes the same way. Like what I mean is, a lot of people will light up a, a terp crush and have a, a few pulls on it, and then and yeah. then pop the flavor mm-hmm. uh, uh, ball in, in the filter, or some people pop it right away and have the flavor enhancement right away, 
or some other people in the how do you terp crush zones <laughs> like to terp crush after they put out the joint for the first time as a little flavor kick for when they relight it. Yeah. So what's happened through the R&D process is that we discovered a whole a whole little sort of uh, uh, marketing theme in there. And how do you terp crush? Tell us how you terp crush. So yeah. you'll see oh, I like that. That's yeah. a nice little campaign that you guys can put out there, yeah. right? Yeah, so you'll see over the next 60 days here uh, on our IG and on our website, terpcrusher.com. Please check it out. Um, or different ways about how you can interact with us and let us know how you terp crush. Okay. I got a question. Um, so... There's a dip in, in the market, mm-hmm. right? A crazy dip in the cost of goods, the cost of flour. Um, how has that affected you guys with your business, with like talking on like on the whole business level sure. side of things? Because we're seeing a lot of a lot of farms being shut down. We're seeing a lot of people going out of business. Yeah. How has that, if any, affected you guys in any way? Well, you know, like. You, you probably have the most insight on that. Well, like, I'm, I'm going to use something that I think you and I say all the time, and um, problems are opportunity. Yeah. So for us, all, like, the current problems in the industry at large, and there are many, um, whether it's taxes, whether it's um, uh, uh, cultivation issues, uh, you, you name it, production, supply chain, you name it. Um, for us, all of the current you know uh, onslaught of problems are all op- good opportunities for us to fine tune our business, to adjust what we do, and to quite frankly move into a lot of uh, open shelf space that has now suddenly become available at a lot of our retail clients um, because of some of the problems that you mentioned with some of the other companies that have uh, unfortunately had to you know take a time out. Let's just say, yeah, uh, for now. Um, so I know, you know, when I say like it's opportunities, it's sort of a loaded answer, but it really is opportunities for us to launch different SKUs to get the attention of, of our end users, of our customers' customers in a different, more meaningful way. And now it's for brands that are really, that have a culture behind them that, you know, you, that you're not just a, a logo on a mile hour bag, that you have a deeper, richer, you know, in our case, family style story to tell. You know, you'll see those brands be able to sustain, you know, the uh, the, the issues that are happening right now. Um, you know, I will say that for us, you know, our 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 point of privilege is that we've been, uh, you, you know, I'll say this to I say this to everyone in California. You probably have smoked desert underground flour in your time as a as a resident here in California over the last seven years. We've Why been, is that? We've been white labeling. Um, for this period of time. Okay. And it was only until about uh, a year ago where we decided to come out and tell our own family story, our own story about Desert Underground as a branded package good available, cannabis goods available here mm. in California. So, but prior to, prior to that, you know, you've, we've powered a lot of the major brands um, here in, in California, all of which you you've have on, on the shelves here at this location in it many of the other retailers, very, very popular brands. So, And so just to give more insight behind um, for our viewers, it, that's because on the license side of things, you know, unless you own a license, you need a source from right. a licensed cultivation. And if 
you wanted to have a brand out there, you needed a source from right. these places. So that's essentially what you're talking about. Yes, yes. So because we've been able, been able to white label and be a source for a lot of these other brands, it's also allowed us a little bit of uh, cover to fine tune um, mm, and okay. learn. And so we kind of kept our powder yeah. dry, quite frankly, over the last few years. I like that. So, you know, it's, it, there's more, you know, and, and all the crash and burns out there, there's more lessons about the opportunities that can be gleaned. Um, and so that's what we did. And so we made sure that we were right and tight before we uh, launched our, our own journey here as our own brand, rather than only powering uh, other brands. Yeah, I, I meet a lot of people who are, are new to Desert Underground, just the brand, and they're kind of surprised at the quality and how good it is. And they're like, well, right. you're so new. How are you so good already? And, you know, they're kind of, how'd you figure that out? But that's because, like he said, we've been we've been in the game for a while, just, you know, not under our just own Just behind name. the scenes. Yeah, kinda. behind the scenes and kind of giving you quality. But now we have our own identity. So. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a really good, um, like, model to have. And yeah. You, yeah. you would think, like, more would do that but you, you know, know it's, it's everyone wants to hit the ground running exactly yeah. and start yeah. moving and shaking and yeah. it just yeah you know we do you know maybe it's the the, the martial artists and in, in some of us but it's 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 listen and learn and be observant and watch what others are doing and and you know glean from those other lessons out there what you can apply to your business today yeah. yeah, and that's that's. I mean, it's basic, but a lot of people forget to do that. Like you're saying, they want to get out there and run and gun and, and, yeah. and be the kings or queens of cannabis right away, um, and that's just not you know uh, slow and steady wins wins the race every time. You know what? And I'm glad you said that because that's you know myself and I've brought this up you know a few times. Like as a as an operator myself, yep. like there's moments where I personally want to like I need to do this. Like I need to hurry up. I need to go and. Then I'm like, no, let me let me back up. Let me kind of observe, because even right now, like we're, we're recording this during the week where MJ BizCon is like the thing, and everyone is out there. Yeah. And a part of me is like, man, I wish I was there, like to make these connections. But then again, I'm like, no, let me sit back, let me keep doing what I'm doing right now, keep building, and then. When it's time for me to be there, yeah. I'll be there, and then everyone will know who the fuck I am when I'm there. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. True. Well, that's it's this industry is so funny in that you can get really distracted about what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Because it looks so 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 deadly and so cool. Yeah. You know who's doing this where or what product are they launching and you know trying to keep up with you know the Joneses. You can you can do that as a business, but I'm here to tell you you're going to waste your time and waste your budget, and and you won't be in business. Focus yeah. on what you can achieve. Um, be on time. Deliver. Uh, this you know these are all the basics that, in as as some of us OGs know, like this is what this industry was was built on. It was trust and relationships, and your word matters. You have to live up to your word. And if you make a commitment, you have to be able to deliver on that commitment. And um, too, too often today in this industry, we forget that, um, you know, we make a commitment and things like terms and all sorts of things tend to become malleable and vague. Mm. No, no, no. We, we, we are trying to keep this family style with some good ethos and, and values that we all grew up with and keep this basic and uh, deliver and, and be of your word and be on time. I couldn't say that enough. And I think that's uh, half the problem 
with uh, some, some of the issues that are out there today. So, yeah. you know, for us, you know, we like to focus on what we do, what we do best. Like to your point, it's easy to get distracted about what all the other people are doing in the room and what looks fun and what looks like valuable time. Yeah. Um, I'm missing out. I'm here to tell you that you are not, yeah, you're yeah. Not, focus on what you can deliver on. Make something today. Don't be, don't plan something today. Let's, let's, what are we making today? That man, that's a great point. I love that. Well, I mean, that that was thanks very much. But so many people spend, you know, your job isn't isn't actually making plans or uh, just showing up. Yeah, yeah. Your job is you actually have to do the deliver part. You actually have to supply something in the end. In our in our case, it's a variety of high uh, high grade cannabis that's available to all people everywhere in California at a really great price. Um, that's what we do. Yeah. And, that, and that's what we try to deliver on consistently for our retail clients and our, and our end users. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Can't just make promises. Got to deliver. Yeah. yeah. And you got to have solutions for the problems. You know, there's always going to be problems, but you have to come up with a way to, you know, solve them and get through them and take that forward to, to the next problem. Because there's always going to be problems, you know, but if you just get frustrated at the problem and give up, then you're not going to last very long, you know. Well, that's, that's the deal, right? So, yeah. so, you know, for us, and now I'm going to soapbox a little bit real, real quick, but <laughs> about differentiators. And if you're in the industry and you're in a brand and um, you don't know what differentiates you from your other brands, then that is a problem. And you, lean in, you need to lean into uh, what, makes you, what makes a difference for you, what's, what's, what makes you unique. Um, one of the things we do as a brand um, because Liz and I come from um, come from the retail side of cannabis for many years, as as well as being on the brand side. But one of the things we like to do as a brand is work with our retail clients, like folks like here, like at Coast to Coast, and help them. Like we'll do co marketing sponsorship programs. Like we know a lot of the pain points that yeah. retailers are having right now in the industry, especially when it comes to marketing and getting people to come through their door. And my, not only to buy, buy my products or buy our products at Desert Underground, but buy any other product on the yeah. shelf. So retailers are dealing with a whole, you know, litany of problems trying to get traffic through their door or through their e-commerce. And, and, and for brands that can show up, like Desert Underground and Turp Crush does, that can show up to the table and, and help these retailers with, hey, we have some co-marketing sponsorships available for you. We have some, whether it's a Google takeover, a billboard takeover, programmatic, emailing, you know, I'm not really- Podcast. Pod, yeah. Podcasting with it. So, so, you know, the more you can bring some more, so, so, some more differentiators to the table for your retail clients as a brand, uh, the more that retail client's gonna gonna want to stock you and and help you and push your brand through their through their doors. Yeah. So that's one of the things at Desert Underground that we do is try and ensure that we're not only gonna be on your shelf, but we're actually gonna bring traffic to you, to your location because we are on your shelf as a privilege. Yeah. Now how how challenging can that be if as a brand and for those like we just talked about want to hit the ground running try to get into as many shops and then spread themselves too thin to be able to deliver that. Right. Right. Well, look, it's, it's on a brand to know, you know, your capacity and cultivation and just how many shops you can sustain. You know, it's really sexy and tempting to be like, Oh, I want to be in 300 shops. Yeah. Well, that's great. Can you, yep. it goes back to our, our, our values. Can you deliver on yeah. that? Yeah. Can you provide support for all 300? Yeah. Are you going to yeah. have PADs and promos yeah. and, and branding and, and, and marketing yeah. is, is yeah. all that. So, you and know, and that's just one part, right? Oh, yeah. Then the other part is, yeah. 
can operationally can you sustain can you keep right. up with the demand of the right. sales team yeah. can you can you have enough products right. packaged tested and ready to go that's right so that when it you you know when it's time to deliver the product your 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 distribution team can make that happen right. Right? and that's another big hiccup that a lot of people forget about or get lost in the wind is like cool we'll get we get the marketing we can get the sales we can get this we can get that done yep but then they miss the mark operationally mm-hmm. where yeah. they don't have the right support on the distribution side mm-hmm. or on the cultivation side or with the trimming and the packaging and getting all that done well that's uh, look danny that that and, and Liz, that that is you know you're, you're really talking about you know, as a, as a brand, you have to have every part of your business dialed in. So you know what you, what you, what you can support confidently yeah. and deliver for. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, there is, a, there is a valley or there is a deficit sometime between executive desire and operational functionality. Right. Meaning like, what can you actually pull off? And so, but it's on us as business operators to know, you know, what is our capacity for clients you know, uh, that we're able to meet with a certain order quantity of quality every time. How, what, what, where is our, our threshold for consistency and, 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 and deliverability meet, you know? So for us, you know, we have it pre dialed in that, uh, we live up to our, our, our commitments that we make and, and the, the, and our supply chain is, is very much dialed in. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, a lot of businesses get lost in thinking that the business of the day is just figuring just that one part of the supply chain out when it's actually being able to deliver for your entire client base. Right. With all that being said, what what's the future for Desert Underground? What are some things that um, that our our listeners can look out for that you guys have coming down the pipeline? So there's, there's a few things. Um, I'm going to bring it back to Turp Crush first. So we have uh, four flavors that we launched uh, right away or, or back in October, only a couple weeks ago now, with Turp Crush. And it's our blueberry, watermelon, cream soda, and mango. But we have another eight flavors that we're about to launch. Um, some of them are minty. Some of them are berry flavored. Some of them are cherry flavored, grape, uh, perps, all sorts of stuff. Um, it's a whole whole world of flavor that's coming through. So you're going to see a bigger, robust uh, lineup of SKUs from Turp Crush coming out, which we're pretty stoked on. Um, on Desert Underground, um, we are constantly uh, cultivating and, and reviewing um, new phenotypes that we have. So there's a whole bu- group of new strains that we'll be launching through the throughout this year. Um, there is a um, more of a uh, a premium. Um, higher grade uh, flower strain that we're uh, a group of flowers that we're going to be launching later on in 2023, which we're proud about. So to answer your question, it's it's increasing you know your product variety for for the flavors and tastes that are out there. That's also you know one of the things that we're really fond of is our partnership with Secret Sesh. Shout out to Peter and the team at Secret Sesh. They are our, our they are very much our other family. So and they're not too far. They're right around the corner from coast to coast. That's right. Right. So they're literally like right behind. Yeah, they are. It's like right behind here. They are. So I was yeah. driving by and I was like, "Hey, wait a minute! I've been here." That's <laughs> right. That's right. So Wisdom is right over there, and so yeah, that's where that's where we have uh, uh, or we had been having secret sesh uh, seshes um, for a while now. So 
Look for us uh, to return to the Secret Sesh in early 2023 here in uh, the LA area uh, and throughout California. That is a relationship. Um, for any Secret Sesh that you see pop up, uh, definitely attend it. It's great. They're great consumption events. You will always see Desert Underground and Turp Crush um, as part of the partnerships there. So, can't and say one of the that. cool things that just happened to us, we were kind of just talking about it. Security guard here was like, I saw your guys' setup. That's right. And it was a dope setup. I loved it. Yes. And so, how, how did that feel for you guys? You know, that's that's more or less Liz, Liz's and I, uh, that's that's our baby. So, that's, you know, when we do trade shows or we do events, this kind of thing, um, getting feedback from people that have come and engaged with us at these activations, positive feedback like that, um, really just is the best for us. Yes. Um, like Very I, satisfying. Right? Yeah. So, so, like, we always try and say we do things, you know, Desert Underground does it family style. So much so that we even, even if you see us at a secret sesh or any activation or event that you come to, um, we don't usually do the 10 by 10 tent setup where it's the great barrier reef of tables on the outside of the tent <laughs> and people kind of walk up to and get a sample. No, no, no. We do, we do it different. We do it family style. You come in. We set up like a living room or like an outdoor living room kind of thing, like your your auntie or your uncle would set up. Yeah. Uh, and because uh, I'm everybody's de facto uncle at this point at my age, <laughs> so it's like coming to my living room or coming to Liz's living room, pretty much. And it's not too different than this, but but with a bar a bar set up, a dab bar or a uh, volcano bar for flour in our case. And so we make it a really uh, inclusive, immersive experience for people to come in and just vibe out and hang out in our living room. For for a while rather than just walking up to the tent and getting a little getting a little sample like if you see us at an event we will smoke you out we want you to come be a part of our family rest recoup in our family style uh, living room setup and then leave there swagged out with a bunch of great desert underground gear and flour that's what we do. Did you have anything else to add to that list? No, I mean, he hit all the points there. You pretty much just don't want to leave when you pull up to the setup. You know, you just, you feel very at home. You feel like, you know, that's where you're supposed to be. There's no, there's no cooler spot than that, you know? So that's always our goal to make everybody feel like, you know, they're at the place they're supposed to be. Just enjoying the best flower you can get and, you know, not compromising anything because of the quality or because the gear, the gear is always dope. The flower is yeah. good. So there's nothing bad about it, really. I'm, I'm not even just saying that. I think I'd be there if I didn't work for Desert Underground. I'd still be chilling there. Just chilling. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's the problem. The only problem with Desert Underground is that if you work there, you, you know, you don't, you have to attend events in a different way. Yeah. 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 But we have a lot of people on staff that just go, like, you know, without being on the clock, they just go just to kick it, you know, like on a weekend, you know, yeah. where they could be anywhere else, but, you know, they want to be chilling with the fam, so. That's dope. Yeah. I love that invite, like that, yeah. that whole ethos, like you've been talking about and yeah. that whole, like, culture that that has been you know created within the company well i i also got a shout out austin on the uh, on the cultivation team he just had a has his newborn baby son so oh, the desert shout under, out to that. yeah man maximum respect and love because you know there you go there's 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 the next the next person the next team member on yeah. desert underground just just born getting hey. ready to be part of the cultivation team <laughs> and i'm sure they're watching or because i know they're not getting sleep right now no, he's so not. <laughs> he's not you know, that man that man uh grows cannabis and children now so he's there's there no sleep go. for him busy guy. Busy guy. austin's our guy so shout out to him in, in in the entire cultivation team out at uh at desert hot springs right now kyle and the whole crew now, being that you guys have dialed in cultivation and with more and more states opening up 
in the country. Yeah. Is it possible for you guys to essentially go into other states and build out the same exact footprint that you guys did in the desert anywhere else in the country? The short answer to that is yes. Okay. A very big yes. Um, we are working right now to have our first uh, inroads into another state that is about to open up um, recreational med. Um, we're just getting our, our California genetics correct. And, um, you know, we're going to be cultivating in that state as well. So, yeah, the next version of Desert Underground as we move um, to be uh, in, in another state as well, you know, we've already started to push forward into that. And so look for an announcement in early 2023 Sheesh. as that state uh, comes online. It's a um, state not too close to uh, the one that we are in now. Okay. okay but, but we are okay. expanding and, you know, we don't... we. We don't we don't make these moves lightly, and so uh, when we do make the announcement, it'll mean that we are, are fully ready to go in, in not just California, but absolutely. But for now, you know, our main focus is uh, is truly, really, and only on California to provide uh, high quality flower at uh, like I said earlier, handcrafted high quality indoor flower at a great price, available at super awesome retailers like Coast to Coast. And I'm sure we can get some type of deal going with Coast to Coast with. We're getting some products out. We'll, we'll talk to the team. We'll see. You we'll know, make some more announcements there. You know, there's going to be a, a promo code we got to share with the crew after this for sure. Yeah. Definitely. All right. You guys got any shout outs you guys want to give to any family, friends, anyone? Uh, shout out to James Robertson for being the best uh, mentor Sheesh. in the game. <laughs> well, no, I, I, let me just return it and say, and shout out to uh, Liz Luna. Who is uh, uh, recently married And uh, hey, she used to be Liz congrats. Flores And now she's our very own Liz Luna So I'd like to shout <laughs> out uh, Her fiance and future husband Dylan He's a, he's a stellar guy And, and, and really you know, And that reminds me to shout out All of the other people Who are the real backbone to Desert Underground Which is our spouses, our girlfriends Our significant others, our boyfriends You name it um, it's not just the people that work at Desert Underground. There's a lot of people that help us get up and get out the door and do what we do and be at our best to be able to do our best. So uh, huge shout out to my wife, Mary, and, 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 and Dylan, Liz's, Liz, Liz's hubby-to-be, and all of the other spouses that are, that are in the mix with Desert Underground. Um, I do want to shout out our, our, our executive team, um, we've been doing a lot of uh, hard work and, and, and readjustments uh, over the last couple months, and um, we are just about in a period now of, of growth and building another cultivation facility so we can continue to bring um, not just the high-quality indoor flower that we have now, but more of it in, uh, in some different, different types of SKUs that we're looking forward to developing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And of course, myself, I'm going to shout out, as always, my three girls, as you guys were talking about family. That's right. You know, every episode, I always shout out my three babies. So, hi, Dali, hi, Rosie, and hi, Faith. Love you, girls. Um, I might as well shout out Julia, too, right? Come on. Come on. <laughs> got to shoot out. Got to shout out mom, too, right? <laughs> well, 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 really, Dan, I, I do want to, you know, this is a family style thing. That seems to be the, the, the theme of our talk here. And, 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 about, and about the relationship that you and I and, and Liz have had here working over the last few years, you know, it's really been an, um, an honor working with you directly uh, and, and the team at, at Rolling Valley Distro, like totally stoked on it. And, and the fact that we're able to 
you know, extend our relationship uh, beyond from where we were into this working relationship now. I really like, you know, Danny and his team are partners with Desert Underground um, at, 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 at their distribution. They're integral to, to what we do and make our business work. So we just can't thank you enough. And we really appreciate you being part of our family and in our mix. So big respect. Yeah, no, thank you. And I'm just excited for that opportunity. When we, I remember the, when I saw that message, I was on the road driving back from a long haul from you driving back. Uh, what was I? I was coming back from, um, I want to say Eureka from Humboldt County. Yep. And I was like, I saw the message like, oh, I got to hit him back. <laughs> Although you shouldn't be drink, you shouldn't be texting and driving. But, no, no. You know. but that's the thing that we mentioned earlier in this yeah. in this podcast is you got to remember the good people in this industry that you bump up against. Yeah. Because there is a is a world there. If you have the wherewithal and you have the mind to do it, you can connect with these people and make better business for yourself and for them and for the community at large. And other people see that. Other people see like what Danny and Liz and I are doing. And, 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 and we want that because we want them to do the same thing in their community, like ripples, lots of different ripples overlapping yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. We all need to help each other out. Everyone watching this podcast, we should do business with each other. We should keep it in this community. Buy from these retailers, go to dispensaries, not the trap ones, go to legal licensed dispensaries, talk to your bud tenders, ask about the product. Of course, I want you to buy Turb Crush and Desert Underground primarily, but you know, there's so many great California brands out there. Um, I couldn't encourage you all enough to like really shop from your local, stay engaged, go to the events. If you want to get in the industry, you want to learn how to grow, throw your hand up. If you ever see anyone from Desert Underground, ask us a question. We'll probably make a place for you. Yeah. Support goes a long, long way, you know, just, just staying in the network and making sure you take care of your connections and supporting all the brands. There's a lot, so... Uh, try them all. Yep. There is definitely. And the last shout out is Oh That's Filthy Productions for even making this possible. Hell yeah. I can't, man, I can't thank their team enough for always being ready to go whenever we have episodes like this to show up. So thank you, Steven. Thank you, the team. Um, and with that, we're going to be closing now. You guys got any last thoughts? Where can we find you guys? Yeah, find us at uh, DesertUnderground.com. Get that store locator. You can find a store near you. We are in about 160 stores throughout California. You can find us at TerpCrusher.com as well. Or you can also check us out on IG at The Desert Underground. And, um, you know, keep up with our events on there. Keep up with our store locator. We're always expanding and always doing something with our retail partners. You'll see Liz and her team out in the field a lot. So uh, I encourage you all to, when you see us, stop and uh, chat us up. Yep. Ask for us at your local dispensary. If we're not in there, we're on our way. So 100. There you go. And with that being said, guys, again, shout out to Coast to Coast Dispensary for allowing us to be here and recording on site. Make sure to come check them out. We're again, we're here on the heart of Alameda Street on downtown L.A. Uh, make sure to check out episodes at Set Connects on YouTube. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at CED underscore connects uh, for any updates. And with that being said, guys, we'll check you guys out. See you on the next one. Later. Peace. Peace.